Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Friends, we were minded. We just came to death and go on. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to the Topless Travel Show. We are broadcasting on location, direct from the beautiful Royal Caribbean Jewel of the Seas, with our friends from Topless Travel and Bliss Cruise. Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so that you can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, to build relationships or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries, as, as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Always horny, that's who I am. So, are you looking to party and travel with sexy, fun, and open-minded people? Getting together with compatible couples while on vacation creates lifelong friendships and lots of great memories. On today's show, we're going to be talking with an amazing couple who have created a lifestyle that suits their wants and needs, which includes traveling with other open-minded people and making new friends on every trip. Yeah, and again, this is one of those shows where stay to the end because they've the bucket list trips that they've done, you need to hear about them. It is going to be absolutely incredible hearing about the different places around the world they have been. But and be- have had sex. And have had <laughs> sex, not only with themselves, but with other people. But before we get going, we want to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to all other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like new. And you don't even have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. You can search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. So does today's show. You You know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show. And we are so excited to welcome today's special guest, Allison Jeff, who's been with us uh, the whole cruise today. Thank you. Thank Thank you for having us. We are pleased to be a part of this podcast. So let's get us started by talking about how you guys met. You know, let's just start right from the beginning. How did you first get together? And I hear there's a nice story involved there. Well, we met 18 years ago in July online. And it's a funny story. I'll let Jeff tell you the part about the site we're on. He ran out of credits. I was working, so I had two laptops going. Okay, before you get, like, way into all that stuff. So it was this really, really slight... I think it was called Lava Life. Do Mm -hmm. you remember Lava Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and it was like one of those off things, but it was immediate in a time when there wasn't a lot of immediate. But the boys had to keep putting credits in. And Alice multitasks and she's working on her laptop, which I didn't know her yet because I'm just picking her up online. 
I was just there to use up the last of my credits and get rid of this website. Alice maybe keep buying more credits because she would go off for like 10 minutes between <laughs> IMs. And I'm like, oh, come on, girl. So we met for dinner and went to an Italian restaurant. Oh, hold up. He bailed on me. We had a date set up for one particular weekend. And then I get this note that oh, yeah, says, hey, bail on you. He said, hey, can we move our date to another weekend? Only to find out um, when we finally met that he had a wedding, a naked wedding on the beach to yeah. attend and uh, but you forgot about that somehow and, uh, uh, well I, I i'm not okay i am absolutely lost without my wife she does all of the organizing all of the planning she keeps me on track i am basically a walking adult child <laughs> and i really need to be managed and and that's you know from the very start alice managed uh, but she did miss out on the nude wedding at Playa Linda. So we had that the was most a great nude wedding at Playa Linda. And I so feel bad about that, too. Oh, sorry, babe. It's all good. So our first date was absolutely horrendous because I had just had a bad date. And someone was talking about cum swapping. And the guy wanted to do cum swapping. Well, I didn't have no clue what cum swapping was, so he explained it to me. The date ended rather quickly. So when I meet Jeff... First date, I'm going on and on about cum swapping. She went on, on and on, on about and on. cum swapping. <laughs> so, because you were horrified by this experience you had previous. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. no, I didn't know what it was. But right. when you told me what it was, I'm like, you've lost your mind. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, you've lost date. your mind. First date. Right, exactly, exactly. So, we, we, I knew I was in trouble when he says, you could go wherever you want to on your date. And I wanted to go to a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Oh. Love Wolfgang Puck. Mm-hmm. We get to the Wolfgang Puck. He goes on and on about his crappy and his crappy. And we uh, it was a Wolfgang Express. I mean, it was like Wolfgang fast food. Yeah, like at the airport. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So we it was in downtown Disney, I think, which I don't think is there anymore. But no, yeah, I don't it's, think it's yeah. there anymore. And what happened was we go end up at an Italian restaurant where he really wants to go in There's the first place. Great Italian restaurant in downtown Disney. <laughs> So then I order pork chop. I don't like pork chop. Why did I order pork chop? I don't know. So we've been to, so let me back up. So he had our date, threw me up against the wall, fucked against the wall, and he never left my condo oh 18 boy. years later. And <laughs> it's been an amazing 18. Um, you're right. And first day he cooked for me. The next day I cooked for Jeff. And it was apparently god-awful because he said, do you mind if I do the cooking here on out? I'm like, I'm out. It wasn't god-awful. So wait, you're not really a man-child. Then you are actually a good chef. You're just a disorganized person. I am. Okay, I don't really like to brag a lot, but I believe myself to be the world's greatest home chef. Okay, there you go. I like uh, that. You obviously were a good fuck, too, if she can. Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but if I come on here and claim to be the world's greatest home fuck, that'll, that will, like, yeah. well, everyone will start to have depends. to test Depends. Maybe in Alice's point of view, you are. Yeah. Am I? <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Did he get it in the right hole? Oh, he got it in the right hole. And in the other hole, he kept making me pork chops. And after a two-year honeymoon, I said he would make them. He'd buy the fat ones, the skinny ones, and he'd put chutney. He'd put this, and he'd put that. And finally, I said, "Babe, stop making me fucking pork chops. I don't like pork chops." And he goes, "Well, you ordered them. On, why did you order them on your first date?" I'm like, "I don't know, but stop making me pork chops." <laughs> All right. So um, obviously, you guys um, were open to having the sexual encounter because fucking on the first date like Carol and I did um, really defines you know your openness and your, your, your wanting to have that sexual relationship. Some people go to the opera, some people go, I don't know, bicycling. 
first thing Carol and I did was she gave me a blowjob and then I ate her pussy. In the in the car. In the car. <laughs> in the car. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. And that was that was Dang. it. And and I mean, a lot of people know our story where Carol's ex-husband is married to my right, right. ex-wife, yeah. and we're not going to go into the story. But it was like we got dumped and we had the best monkey sex ever for two years <laughs> before we even found out about swinging, because you know people have this primal need to release certain internal. Yeah, of course. Well, sex is primal, absolutely. But your y'all's relationship is like a new twist on that because uh-huh. you have you know you were married, you were married, then all of a sudden we we're not you're not like wife swapper or whatever nope. swapper is a derogatory word anymore but uh i mean you literally did the f- i mean that well in that fact what a, happened was a, the man actually changed homes right ultimately david moved into my family home and oops and uh, my ex moved into his ex's family home so we kept our family homes and just really the husbands changed homes it I was a husband swap story. for real that is freaking <laughs> I love awesome that and we didn't even know about swinging then no it wasn't it was, because yeah. we were swingers that's not what happened right, we were neighbors right. and friends and <laughs> well and also there's okay so there's this blurry territory between swing and straight up polyamory and uh, uh, that that becomes Okay, uh, you were asking, sorry, I'm going to go back to the original question, which is how we began and all that. Uh, both of us technically were in the community even before we knew we were in the community. I was a unicorn, unicorn before I even knew what a unicorn was. So you were a unicorn in the lifestyle. Yes. You, did you go to clubs? Yes, or, I did. Okay. I you went met people online. Obviously, you were online. I did. I just didn't know that's what she was doing. I, yes, I was a label. You just right. didn't know what that label was. I was originally on, on Adult Fin Finder, and that was a little freaky for me. And then I found another website. can't recall what it was, but it led me to a club in Vegas. And I went by myself. Thinking back on it, I lost my mind. I mm-hmm. should not have gone by myself because mm-hmm. you really need a, a spot man or a spot mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. But it was an incredible experience. It's my first time I saw what do you call the people or yeah. what do you right. call it? Mm-hmm. and I was like holy shit what the hell have I gotten myself into and that was my first time they had in the club that I went to they had a a bed what do you call those things when you're having a pap smear it was it was a pap smear's bed it's oh, basically okay. what oh, it was yeah, a table yes a medical I, bed it was a medical yes, uh, I have my gurney. Feet, feet in the stirrups yeah. mm-hmm. and it was cool the first guy, cool the second guy, and then after that, I'm like, this, no, I'm out. So I have learned what I like. Yeah. I tried it, and yeah. it was pretty cool. So so it's, it's interesting that you guys said that you were both dabbling in the lifestyle before you knew what the lifestyle was, but when as a couple did you decide, okay, to we're get into it together. it together? It was one day, uh, I came home from work, and Jeff said, I want my own friends because my f- the friends we have were my friends from Utah. Okay. And Jeff said, I want my own friends. Well, he's retired. He's at home. He'd already done the work, the, the research. And he goes, here's the site I've set, up, set us up on. And I'm like, all right. We had a date within, I don't know, a half hour of setting up oh, yeah. our, our profile. About as soon as we went online. And, and I already told Alice, you know, for authenticity, she needs to do all the Click, 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 click. She does all the corresponding on our website because if I do it, train wreck. But uh, uh, but Alice is you're so good at that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you were looking takes... for another man, so you would have a threesome. No, we were. Oh no, no, no. 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 You were it's, it's seriously, couple. it started out as friends. He really oh, wanted friends. just to have friends. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, okay. couple okay. friends, couple friends that weren't going to be blown away by the fact that we're really oh, slutty. Right. Gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we just needed couples. We just wanted a couple friend that wouldn't freak out if we did, you know, 
pick up someone in a bar and oh, go back okay, to Okay, got you. I understand. And yep. so that yep. was and that was really all of really. Uh, and and so which website did you use to find this couple? SLSSwingLifestyle.com. Oh, okay. yes, and I was at the kitchen table doing um, some work. Jeff's on the couch, and he goes, we have a hit. They live five minutes from us. Do you want to go? And I'm like, I'm in. And then after I said I'm in, I'm like, this is like a Dateline 2020, 48-hour <laughs> right? mystery waiting to happen. You did make happen. a lot of Dateline jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out to be absolutely perfect, and we love them, and we're still friends to this Yay. day. And the speed with which. I mean, our, our profile went online like maybe two hours before we were banging on their pool deck. Yes. Ah. And did you have sex and with them? We that, did. Yeah, we yeah. did. We went so in, they weren't really a friend. They were fuck friends. <laughs> well, it, we went in saying we weren't uh, having sex. Right. We went in just to meet, you know, right. have a glass of wine. To their home. But, At but, their home. Yeah. But were they swingers? Yes. They yes. Were. Oh, they, they were on SLS. Yeah, they, they were yeah, swingers. Exactly. Okay. And, yes. and they, it turns out they were like, uh, they're like legendary in Gainesville. Yeah. They're like the... The, the mommy and daddy of swing oh, wow. in Gainesville. Oh, wow. And I quickly found out how judgmental I am. They invited us October. It was a Halloween party, and it was a two-hour drive. Jeff and I are in the back seat texting each other going, who the fuck drives two who fucking hours to get two hours <laughs> Who in the fuck <laughs> does this? Sex. I'm like, this is some dumb shit. And, and now we fly to Australia <laughs> <laughs> to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Exactly. Now, now, let's just back up a little okay, bit. Okay, sure. Yeah, so sure. We, we, we already know that you guys are very sexually energetic, charged people. But did you grow up in a household and a family where you spoke openly about sex? Not even close to that. My mother was, uh, what, what do we call my mom? Uh, sex negative. Sex negative. <laughs> mom was sex negative. Dad tried in the beginning when I was a kid, but I thought he was a creep. Uh, to be honest with it and he's like go out and have as much sex as you want you don't have to get married right away where mom was like get married first get married have your home don't have sex she was one of those um what is that story about you can't buy the cow or yeah there's milk and cow and there's some other stuff involved it's really kind of hot <laughs> So my dad was really trying, but I had my mom in one ear, dad in the other ear, and at the end of the day, no. My no. My, okay. Absolutely. And you remember the first time you had sex? Oh, yes, absolutely. Was, was it good? No. No, it never is no. the first time. No, it was some weird no. And, and how old were you? I was senior in high school. Oh, okay. Nice. And do you All remember right. your first orgasm? Uh, yes. Did you give it to yourself, or did you have a boyfriend give it to Myself. you? Myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, That's we cool. hear that all the time. I know, yeah. right? All yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, but for guys, for sure, they give it to themselves. But uh, my background, actually, even though our mothers are almost identical in so many ways, mm -hmm. my background was kind of the opposite. We, uh, uh, our pool at, my, at the house where I grew up uh, was like the pool where all my friends could come to to swim naked. And we were, we were like full on, me and all my friends were full on nudists till about, uh, till I got in the 11th grade. And I think that's when uh, girls started to develop and my dad's eyes started like going bang, 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 bang. Uh -huh. and my mother said whoop yeah. and cut it off this, clean. This far, but no further. Was, yeah, until, until I was like a junior in high school and then all of a sudden, boom, huh. and then everything changed. And Which, when did you have sex for the first time with a person, <laughs> not your hand? Uh, 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 okay, I'm not going to go there. Uh, very, very, very young. Oh, cool. oh I see. Got gotcha. you. Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Wow. Wait, wait. I'm not going to ask you if you had an orgasm because all guys do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have orgasms in the womb. <laughs> and one of the things um, that's great about our relationship with our parents now, dad's on this cruise. He was on oh, the Oh, yeah. Ryan my River dad's cruise. on this boat. Oh, 
Oh, cool. Really? Yeah, really. Hey. He, yeah, he went on the Rhine River cruise with us, and uh-huh. he's been on all the April cruises with us since wow. the last uh, few years. It, as, uh, as he's coming to uh, he's coming to Desire. You'll see. You'll see. You can interview him at Desire. I would love to. Andy, I would Desire. absolutely. Uh, tell me how old he is. Eighty-seven. Uh, he's eighty-seven. Good for him. And he's going to Spain yeah. with us as well. Wow. Yeah. David's going to be eighty-seven and still going to Desire. I'm <laughs> telling you that. Well, look, one of the fun things about having Dad on board is um, Jeff loves introducing his dad, and he goes, "You see that eighty-seven-year-old guy over there? I am still going to be fuckable at eighty-seven. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's David's idea too. We're going to talk. We're going to talk in the second segment about um, all the trips and stuff you've been on. But you're here as host couples with Topless Travel. Yes. You know Joe and Shelley. Mm-hmm. Well. Yes. Um, how long have you been with them? How did you get find out about them? We met Joe and Shelley in 2012, and Jewel of the Seas was our very first cruise in 2012. Oh, wow. very first yeah. boat. Full circle. And we did the whole pre-cruise two days before, and we're sitting in the lobby. And when you get to know me, I love working. I love to do. I, I'm a I'm a worker bee. And I'm sitting there, and I hear Joe's voice. Because we got on at the last minute, we hear, I hear Joe's voice, and I go, "I'm like Joe, hi," and I'm, at, you know, I'm introducing myself, and he's looking at me like I'm a twisted sister or something, and he goes, "I meet, a, I, I meet so many people, I hear so many." Right. And he was busy, and then he just kind of bounced, okay. and I'm like, "That was rude." And then I met Shelly. In the meantime, we're, damn, know, right? Alice. <laughs> and then we're sitting in the lobby, and Shelly is going back and forth like a crazy woman. And I'm like, "No, no, no, this can't happen." And I walked up and I introduced and said who I was, and I said, "Can I help in any way?" And she looked at me and said, I can't pay you. And I said, I don't need to be paid. Didn't ask to be paid. I said, I need to help you. You need help. Yeah. And I, next thing I know, I'm sitting there. Back in those days, we made beads, your name necklaces yes. before you got on board. Okay. So I'm sitting there making name necklaces. And the senior staff are walking by going, who are these people? <laughs> and so we joke about it now because I... Initially, I, what I did was is I inserted myself into their lives. Okay. And we, I joke about it. I'm like, who am I, and who does that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is this is a topless travel vlog, so I have to redeem Joe here because you kind of. Oh, I love Joe. Okay, so so Joe and I are are incredibly alike in so many ways that my wife always refers to us as brothers from another mother. Yeah. Uh, and. In Joe's defense, he wasn't like he, he was doing his own busy. Joe Joe does Joe does the open social. He has a busy social. brain, right? Joe, yes. yeah, and and he is uh, uh, Joe's absolutely amazing in his ability to walk up and start a conversation and bring it to a point. Uh, Shelley is like the super administrator, right? And their dynamic is really very very much like mine. It, yes, I can't. I I well, people don't. Do people still balance checkbooks? Or yes, is that, people do. Am yes, I showing yes, my yes, age? Yes, 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 yes. People Obviously, do. it's not one of your functions at home. <laughs> yes. I mean, I couldn't do it to save my life. Even though I have excellent math skills, I couldn't yeah. do that to save my life. And all the other things, to, the, the lights won't stay on if I'm in charge. Right. But and it would probably be that way with Joe, too. Shelly is an amazing administrator. She, she does so much. If you, like, watch her... And, mm-hmm. and you have to realize how many moving parts there are to these trips. You know, you have to deal with the website. You have to also deal with the people. Swing Lifestyle website. And then the people. And the, when you're in travel, things don't always go smoothly. Mm-hmm. And it always turns up back on their lap. And they just do an incredible job. They are by far. I mean, we, we work. There's a lot of good travel agents in this industry. A lot of them. But Joe and Shelley have just really i mean they have 
come through for us time and time we again. We love them so much. And so we, the first couple cruises, so we volunteered. when you inserted yourself into their lives, did you bring Jeff along with you? Oh, he's right. He's, no, out? he's right there with oh, me. He's he, right he, there. he does. I'm there, but I'm useless. Did, what, what, was he making any necklaces <laughs> Oh, he was. He was. But what happens, what happens is I can't tie. I'm not a tire, so I'll put the necklace together, and then I pass it off to Jeff uh, to tie. But it reminds me of when I hired Jeff to work for me at the Sundance Film Festival. The dude loves to talk. So he loves to talk. Next thing I know, it's backed up, back up, back up. <laughs> well, uh, and then, then I, Jeff, I understand you. <laughs> I, do. I do. Carol's like, how can you talk to so many people? Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. I'm friendly. I'm, I'm, you know, I like learning about other people. Yeah. I like knowing about them. And you know, and when I have a conversation, is I'm, I'm asking them about themselves. I'm not telling them about me. Yeah. And that's so, what life's about, too, yeah. right? We're really about relating and having an experience together rather than getting something done. Right. So and I, yeah. So that's I, where yeah. that's where it disconnects. So I inserted us as helping, and then the next cruise, they were like, "Do you want to help again?" I'm like, Absolutely. And then it went to. Do you want to become a host couple? What does that entail? Representing Topless Travel, representing Joe and Shelly, pitching in when we can't be available. And we've been friends, I don't know, Such a great since 2012. Have nice. things changed over the years? I mean, we've been swingers for 15 years, and we, we see the... And our first cruise was also 2012. Right. But we oh, see wow. the, the, the way people play, the way things um, roll out in the playroom is very different now than it was when we first started. It was a lot more hardcore back then, a lot more orgies. And now it's a lot of people exploring their sexuality, their eroticism. There's more people in the playrooms playing as a couple versus playing in an orgy, which is just fine. But as, as, as hosts, and, as, and we're going to get into your trips in a little bit, um, has, has your role have changed based on the different types of people that are now traveling? There's, yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, uh, getting to that, there, there's two different things that happen. Uh, one is the evolution of newbies to becoming full-on swingers, right. which uh, that is a sliding scale that works against the fashion of swing on a big scale like this, because there is a fashion to it. And uh, when you go back to, like, our early days before we were together when Alice was doing clubs and they I were still having forgive me I'm gonna I'm gonna age you they're still having key parties back then uh-huh. yeah and uh, uh, and right now if, if I make a key party joke like on this boat with it, nobody will get it right they just don't know about it right it's exactly right yes. and uh, and even I mean I I was made a uh, I fear it was Bob and Sue Ted and Carol what was the yeah, original Ted Carol. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And, and once you pull that Carol name on there it's just bang yeah but I can't make the joke because no one it will get it, it. Right, uh, right exactly old swing versus new swing that movie, yes it has that movie came out in 1969 no way really yes. Yes. oh my goodness I was eight years old it was and yeah, it was um, it's incredible that they pushed those limits back then back yeah. then mm-hmm. I mean yeah. swinging has been around for a long time if you read um, Gould's book, uh, The Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, Which he wrote in 1999, right. so he's talking about what happened and, prior and to that. he was an investigative police reporter. Really? And he went into the swinging mm-hmm. world. Okay. And Terry Gould. And he found out that the lifestyle started way, way back in the military. And it was when families were taking care of families. Okay. When the guys would go away. That's and understandable. Come back. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a great book. It's a good read, and it tells you the, the, the uh, beginnings 
of the lifestyle and obviously right. it exploded in the 70s mm -hmm. with free love and, and all that stuff yeah. um, and now we've gotten into well there's no more pubic hair <laughs> right um, it's all different now and, and you know there's um, different versions it, it used to be swinging and now it's the lifestyle and in the lifestyle right. there's swinging and full right. swap and soft mm -hmm. swap and mm -hmm. voyeurism and, and then you have the kink BDSM lifestyle and in that there's rope tie so it's really gotten big and like I was saying earlier the amount of people wanting to explore their sexuality has grown but the amount of hardcore swingers has gotten diluted and there's now I think on all these trips which is great for people who want to um, dip their toes in the water 50% of the people on any of these vacations don't play with other people they're not swingers they're right. either nudists or they're nudists and swingers, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, absolutely. And, or you, or neither, and you just want to be on a boat with adults, yeah, and no children. Now you guys got in it together, as you said, with a friend. You wanted new friends. You yes. wanted open-minded friends. Yeah. But yes. how else did you find your tribe? You started with one couple friend. How did mm -hmm. you grow your tribe or people like you? We grew our tribe by coming on these cruises and doing the bucket list trips. Okay. That's how we began to grow our tribe. We tried to grow our tribe in Gainesville, Florida, but Gainesville is such a small community and also a lot of the people that we do know work for the university and if it does get out that you're working for the university and you're in in swinging uh, it, yeah it doesn't it, go together it does not yeah, go together gotcha. yes. wrong gotcha yeah right. unfortunately yes. right. it's the thing yes. you know we talk about it regularly how if you're in that environment and you cheat on your partner it's like, yeah, whatever, yeah. everybody cheats. But if you find out you're a swinger, which is a consensual yes. exploration yes. of your couple and growing it, it's like... You're uh, condemned and throwing... We believe in the years to come, uh, swinging will be accepted like uh, the LGBTQ mm -hmm. community is. Yes. You know, they, they started in the 80s and, and they fought really, really hard. And it's going to take somebody big, somebody out There's there. There's not really anybody fighting for no. uh, the swing community because it's not an essential part of our life. You of know, course. If your actual orientation, sexual orientation is at, at risk, that's one thing, but right. enjoying extracurricular activities is not essential in our life, right? Well, it's essential in my life. <laughs> Actually, there is an essential quality to it. One thing that we talk about a lot, uh, so oftentimes, sometimes, especially when you're like out in the bush. <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes uh, couples will run astray uh, and run into some difficulties. And uh, Joe and Shelley usually throw those couples at us to talk to because uh, we're really good at talking about communication and growing. Mm -hmm. And while, yes, the swing part is optional and fun and wonderful, but a problem that all couples run into when they get married is they stop growing as psychosexual human beings. Mm. And what the swing community and becoming involved in swing does is it forces you to communicate more clearly what your needs are, where your boundaries are, and explore your own sexuality to Absolutely. move forward. Absolutely. And that just doesn't happen with non-swinger yeah. couples but they yeah. just stop and jeff you know you you, you got into the the advanced oh sorry swing. It's, it's great Perfect, yeah sorry. it's great but down to the, the simple part the majority of couples 
don't know how to talk about sex. Period. No, they really Period. don't. Yeah. Right? And and it's so key. You know, we, we always say relationships begin and end in the bedroom. Yes. You have to talk about sex. When I met Jeff, I could not say dick. I could not say fuck. I could You're saying not them great now. She right, exactly. I, I was really shy at it. And Jeff, like, their words. What is yeah. your... But because of my upbringing, right. I didn't feel comfortable and didn't know that that was... I could. But even when we're on this cruise right now, you hear the cruise director and you know, some of the people who work here say this is the most fun cruise they've ever been on because we're all happy people. Yes. Right? Yes. We're yes. not whiners. We're not whingers. We're not complaining. We right. don't really care if the food's good or not. It's all good. But we're more interested in, in meeting people, our friends and having a fun yeah. time. My, and yeah. they're there. we want to be on more of these charters. Like, this is their thing. Our very first cruise, we get off this cruise, I am pumped. I'm excited. This is the best shit since sunshine. And I go to the grocery store. And once I'm there at the grocery store, I'm like, hi, good morning <laughs> to anybody that I saw. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And they give me the look. Yeah. And if I happen to say something to the husband and the wife right? puts back at me, right. it was a reality check for me yeah. to go... Uh oh! Know your audience, right? Know your expectations. But I'm like, I just said good morning. Yeah. I didn't touch you. Right. Is that crazy? Yes. Is that crazy yes. though? Yes. I know. I'm yeah. absolutely agreeing with you. So uh, we're gonna uh, take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about all the amazing bucket list list trips that you guys have done. Well, that yeah, sounds so cool. Just hang on for a second while we remind everybody that this is the Topless Travel Show. We are Carol and David, and we're chatting with an amazing couple, Alice and Jeff, who've been traveling with Topless Travel for a whole long time. Now, let's just remind everybody about an amazing trip that we have coming up later this year. Absolutely. And, you know, Topless Travel, like we've been talking about, is just the best. If you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply must book with Topless Travel. From Hedonism 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and all the Bliss Cruises, where we are right now, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. Yeah, and their trips and events are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. And let's shout out to all the sexy host couples like Alice and Jeff, who are here on the cruise, and they want to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely, and like right now, you'll find us on many of the amazing topless travel trips but listen up um the desire takeover in october and the bliss cruise in november are already sold out and if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the high seas then you need to grab your cabin for the april 2023 bliss cruise um it's going to be on the celebrity summit from april 17th to 22nd 2023 and as usual, we're going to be broadcasting live from the ship, so come join us for the week. We'd love to meet you, maybe get you on our show, but the cabins are selling out quickly, so go book your cabin now. And for more information about this trip or any of the Topless Travel Events, you can go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. Alrighty, let's get back to the show. You know, we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show. And we are going to continue our discussion with Alice and Jeff. Um, and they're going to tell us about their bucket list trips and how to make the best out of every vacation you go on. So tell us what is a bucket list trip. Let's start with that. Okay, that's a trip that you absolutely have to go on before you die. Before you kick the bucket, be on this trip. And it goes back to you know your dreams from childhood and what you remembered and what you've always wanted to do. And when you get to a certain age, if you don't do it, you will die with that regret. And the key thing that we don't want you to do is die with regrets. Mm -hmm. That would 
That's great advice. That, that is right. really great. And one of our very fr- our first bucket lift trip was to Africa, mm-hmm. African safari, and it was freaking amazing. That was in Kenya, right? Yes, yes. And uh, we had two camps. Um, Joe and Shelley at one camp, and we were at the other camp managing that group. And one of the stories I love to tell about it, and Jeff just shakes his head and rolls his eyes. I mean, you're out in the open, out in the, oh my God. So we're on, on our safari and we're out on our Jeep. And I forget how many ri- black rhinos were available at that time. Um, I forget how many were alive. And you rarely see them. And as soon as, and the, our guide said I hadn't seen one in a couple of years. And as soon as he said I had not seen one in, in a couple of years, out of freaking nowhere, comes a black rhino. Wow. That was a freaking amazing. Wow. The, um, what do you call it, the migration? Oh my, that's freaking amazing. The wildebeest are incredible animals, and we had to wait three days, and you rush down oh, to- Oh, you're talking wa- about the Great Migration. Yeah. Great Migration, yeah, right. yeah. And you, you go down to the water, and you can see them all running. All, and the wildebeest lead, lead the tribe, right? But the wildebeest, and they're standing there, look at the water, and then they said, nope, not today's not today, and then they back up, and yeah. they go away. Okay. So this took about three days, but what I found oh. out, wilde- oh, they need a leader. They need to cross the water, right? They need to, yes. They, okay. what, what happens is, right, the, the, the Masai Mara is divided by the Mara River. Yes. Wow, I got there. Yeah. Uh, and... All of the grass gets eaten up on this one side, and then 1.2 million wildebeest have to cross this narrow gorge to get to the other side where the grass is longer, and they feed at the latter part And they do this every year. Right? Every year. Every and do year. they cross back again? Every yes. year in yes. September, yes. Okay. And then they have to come back in the spring. And what we but found out, what wildebeest do not have a leader. It just needs right. one person to make it across. And once that one person makes it across. And that one person's name, there's a wildebeest out there somewhere named Charlie, <laughs> apparently. And Charlie does it? And everybody waits for Charlie. And while that was amazing, as the wildebeest start to cross, and you have the zebras, and then you have all the other animals trying to cross as well, right? And the zebras made you cry because the zebras would fall, and zebra, right? What's that? Was it? A, it was a zebra, right? Zebras. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the babies come back. They're already across, and the zebras coming back so we're all yelling go back oh, go back yeah. what happens is not crocodiles crocodiles yeah, crocodiles. crocodiles go up and grab the <laughs> no I get gator and crocodiles screwed up so they go up and they grab the babies and then they take the babies down they drown the babies and put them in their burrow later Aww. to eat and I'm crying yeah. and then everyone on our our jeep are saying the circle of life I like circle of life my ass <laughs> <laughs> But that was our very first. And yeah, I wish to watch Lion King before going. Right. There, but uh, now, yeah. now, we know these trips are lifestyle trips. But like you're saying, it's, it's about the people who are going on the trips yes. and the experiences that you get. Now, we know that there's a couple of other people on this cruise with us who've been with you on that trip. And Jeff, he was saying on one of those trips. Well, uh, you couldn't get you a had, drink you somehow. Get alcohol. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. that, was Af- that was in Africa. Tell that story, baby. That's a really good story. All right. Well, well that one's correct. So <laughs> we, were, we were managing one camp, and he was in the other camp. Right. And so when we did this crossover, he told the staff uh, at Asilla, which is this amazing, amazing yes. safari company. I, I recommend them over. I've never seen a safari company like Asilla before. But uh, uh, he told the staff, very attentive staff, Coming over is this great, great guy. 
but he's, he's, he's an alcoholic and he's struggling with it. He's recovering and, and you need to help him because, you know, now we're on, and this is, this is going to be hard for him and I was really selling it. And so I get over and I can't figure, I was really, I was super sick by the time I got over there. Uh, so I wasn't really drinking anyhow, but once I started to feel better, it was impossible to get these guys to pour me a drink. Hold on, let, let, no, let me no. let insert real quick. So they're bringing Jeff all these kind of concoctions of something right. to make his tummy feel better and Jeff goes, don't like that. And they just kept coming trying to make it fix and then finally just like I just need a drink and they still keep bringing this concoction <laughs> of stuff would not bring Jeff a drink well, that so, was, it was a prank joke that he played on you right but, but it's a memory and and anybody we talked to the other host couples from topless travel Shelly and Joe they have this memory of that trip and it's, it's not one of those sexual memories and we're gonna get into one of those a little bit later well, about a hedo trip but um, it, it's the people, and it's the, oh, the yes. memories, and you're talking about and the, the lifelong and friends were, that we talk about. You That's were what you make on these trips, right? Talking earlier about building our tribe, and the truth is, our tribe is very nomadic, mm-hmm. and uh, right, our 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 primary tribe uh, are the people that come with us very Travel. often on the bucket list right. trips, and uh, uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 on on that on that same topic, uh, what we talk about these bucket list trips is not about sex; it's about communication, it's about meeting people. The couple you're talking about, and we know who you're talking about, haven't had sex with them. They are we right. We are very very good friends. Right. So it's not about sex. No. It's true. about going and having a great time with open-minded people. open-minded people. So if I accidentally touch your leg, or if I accidentally rub your back. And okay, so it's going to be cool, and that's why we like enjoy going with like-minded people. Yes, uh, yeah, that's a good point. So we didn't on the uh, on our first African safari. We didn't have sex with anyone till we went uh, after the safari. We did a side trip to Tanzania, Tanzania yeah. to Zanzibar, and uh, oh, my wife's very first open water dive was in the Indian Ocean oh, off of Zanzibar. Cool. How cool is that? Yeah, that's pretty log, amazing. Very wow. first open water dive, uh, but uh, we didn't. Uh, yeah, on that. But one of the nice things about doing these trips is when you form a really long deep personal relationship and then eventually you actually do have sex uh it's amazing it wow. it's absolutely, uh, absolutely right because you've already formed it it's in the, it's again it's in that little weird zone between swing and poly where you have you know a genuine long time friendship yeah. and commitment and uh and it's just like wonderful and absolutely yes so so we we know that the pandemic has prevented Shelly and Joe from doing some of these bucket list trips we know um, they almost have everything put down to do a trip to New Zealand but they were telling us the other day that they're gonna work on one in the coming years to go see the pyramids of Egypt and go sailing or boating on the Nile Right. And, uh, you know, that's one of those things that we have to be there for. And I mean, we just tell everybody cool. to stay tuned and, and listen. Um, so I know you guys have been to all the different corners of the world. Absolutely. With Shelley and yes, Joe. yes. Um, besides the safari, what's another one of your favorites? Thailand was amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. Um, Australia was good. Australia was super uh, cool. Now, I would I would rank them, uh, the African safari, I'd go to it every single year, but Jeff's like, you know, we only have so many penny nickels and dimes, and there's other places in the world to see, but I would do that one every single year. The next one, I would say, was Antarctica. Antarctica rocked our world. Wow. I mean, oh my gosh, it was just, and not everyone actually gets to step the foot on land. 
and at the last right. minute we were approved to step on land on Antarctica so we can say we actually had boots on the ground in Antarctica and it was so amazing because while we were there we turned around and there was another boat that, that couldn't land and we were like and we're just like waving at them I felt bad for them but I was happy for me yeah yes. very cool yeah. what bucket list trip you got pardon me what bucket list do you got uh, oh, still coming up bucket no, list? No, no. Uh, okay, the next your, one. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite bucket list? Oh, of the of the trips, uh, uh, I did I did love uh, Antarctica, but uh, and let's face it, Africa was always probably the best. Uh, did you guys get to China? India, that is the only one we, we did do, not do. We don't do China. Because, we went to yeah. India, Jamaica, Thailand, and Cambodia. We did the Rhine River cruise out of Germany, which was awesome. Antarctica, we've been to Fantasy Fest many times, all the Bliss Cruises, and while we were in Australia, we took a side trip to New Zealand before we met up with the group, which is amazing. If if, um, New Zealand wasn't cold, I would live there and never leave. Um, Easter Island, holy shit, was that cool. That was that cool. Um, The um, Moais, I was actually there to see the Moai. And when Jeff said, let's go to Easter Island, and I looked up, I'm like, what? There's statues. You get there, you feel the spirit, and you wow. feel the, the love, and you look at it, and, and it's just, it was absolutely incredible. Wow. Awesome. So before we get into hedonism, where we spent 89 days last year, yes, yes. Um, we need to ask about your boobs. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Okay, yes. what do you want to ask? You can't miss them, but yes. Um, so how big are they? How about that? They're actually not that big. <laughs> really? Well, Alice has her, a small frame. On her small frame, yeah, they do she, look ginormous. You have a. My wife has a very small frame. My wife, yeah, I know this is radio, so my wife is uh, uh, built somewhere halfway between uh, Sevilla Vergara and uh, who would be almost uh, Halle Berry. Okay. Uh, she's she's a very very tiny woman with enormous breasts mm-hmm. and, uh, well, and me, there what? is a small implant in there but it's only she's got 260 cc's on this side. So you three, have a natural three large breasts. What happened was I had girlfriends that had boob jobs over the years and I had something crazy in my head that said elective surgery was dumb you shouldn't do it you're putting your life at risk and my girlfriends keep getting this boob job so I meet Jeff and I'm like yeah the left one went south. This one was like hitting the ground. This one is always Well, you don't have to make it that graphic. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. It, it was. Know, as a woman, that's kind of how it feels, yes, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> And I was still going, I never want a boob job. But the more and more this one started heading south, we started entertaining the topic. And Jeff goes, I love your boobs. I'm like, beautiful, but I don't at the moment. What happened, I, at the time, I didn't wear bras. So we're at this one restaurant, never forget it. I get out to go grab the food, and Jeff takes a, he sees the side of me, and he takes a picture, and I get back in the car, I and, feel he goes, a bus coming. and he goes, it's time. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. like, time for what? He goes, a boob job. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah, and what we did was, yeah, we did, uh, we did an internal lift uh, with an asymmetric implant we. to bring them up. We. Yeah, well, and the it's, it's, is behind the it, it takes a village. It's behind, it takes a village. Uh, the pull them out real quick. And the one thing and that one thing that I told the doctor while we were going through all of this, I don't. My girlfriends, I don't know what doctors they went to, but their areolas were fucked up. Yeah. And I told my doctor, I still yes. want to feel them, and I don't want them to look freaky. Right. And so, how long ago did you have but them done? This is the way. This is the way. Uh, wow, that was in 2012. 2012. That was wow, awesome. that's yeah. ten years ago. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. yes. Wow. But Alice, you see, Alice is showing us her gorgeous face <laughs> and beautiful nipples. And the great job the doctor yeah. did. Did yeah. you? Uh, 
did you get a recommendation for your doctor that you selected? Uh, no, our doctor. We can't. No. He's gone to jail. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well, the dad. Did. I only meant did someone else recommend him when you chose no, him? No, we did our own research. Okay. We just yeah. kept looking okay. and looking and kept shopping around. And this guy did not have any kind of table side manners at all. Oh, boy. The guy no. was rude. But we clearly but we, don't require that of a doctor. <laughs> no, well, that one. But we, yeah. had a, we had a rapport, but he was as rude as heck. So he sends us home and he goes, I need you to go home and come back and tell me what you want. We went home. Jeff and I couldn't agree, and I finally we went, I went back in there and I said, I want them big, but I don't want them to be obnoxious. And he said, Then you want sub porn. And I'm like, Whatever that is, and boom, here we are. Yeah. yeah. Roughly. Cool. So Alice is putting them away. She'll take them out later in the playroom. <laughs> speaking about the something playroom. to look forward to later in the show. <laughs> so yeah, speaking about the playroom. Um, how do you guys play in the lifestyle? Are, are you guys full swap? Do you like girls? Do you like guys? Like do you orgies like orgies or threesomes? Uh, well, we went, like everybody else, we kind of went through the progression, but we started off full swap, but full swap, same room. And as... Uh, uh, You're talking about at the beginning. Right. Okay. As... Uh, uh, trust grows everyone goes through a certain learning curve and the learning curve is rather steep in the lifestyle but uh, as trust grows usually what happens is couples go from soft swap to full swap to separate room let's just clarify that soft swap means no penetration no that's correct and full swap is with that's full correct penetration. and then okay and then okay I, I hate to do this but i'm going to jump to a slightly and then there's these no kissing couples that confuse. Oh. The, I don't understand. Right. Uh, that, We're that, on your same. That well, one we, we, we don't get kiss. it. We like to kiss. We but, find but that very judge. essential. We don't exactly. judge. But most everyone starts out, uh, you know, dipping their toes in, which is a good thing, and you really should step every single step. Don't race your way through the the steps of getting into swing. Uh, if you're just starting out a very new newbie being a soft swap couple is perfectly fine until you build that trust to move on to full swap and then always being same room until you build that trust where you can be separate room or even separate vacation uh it it's, if that's what you want to do if that's what you want right. to do it's very important not to uh have a preconceived notion of who you want to be and then jump straight to that you really need to step every step along the way in the lifestyle and that's the way you you learn about yourself and you grow in your relationship so did you start with threesomes at the beginning or you went straight to couples well alice's previous experience uh was of course being a unicorn and just kind of floating around in clubs uh my previous experience my first wife i was a widower my first wife brought me this steady diet of absolutely gorgeous young women and uh i didn't know any i didn't know what lifestyle existed all i knew was you know my wife's way over here like a four or a five on the kinsey scale and i'm the luckiest guy in the world uh but uh so we didn't start with uh we didn't start with threesomes we started with couples and we started with that like like Grandparent couple, Absolutely. not grandparent in age, but no, yes, exactly. they're the the, the grandfathered grandfather in. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, legendary in Gainesville. Yeah. Now, Alice, do you prefer guys or girls? I'm a, a little bit in between. It took me a while to actually say the words that I am bisexual because 
I like to kiss women and I like kissing boobs. I love touching boobs, but I don't like to be licked by men or women and I don't like to lick either. But at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, you're still bisexual. It's no different than being with a guy. Um, I'll do, you know, dick in the, in the vajayjay, yeah. but my ass, you know what, don't even look at it. Right. So I had well, to... Well, unless there's tequila involved. Girl, let's not go Tequila there. <laughs> makes you crave butt sex. You got, I just have to admit it. Now hey. everyone knows. Everyone, okay, so um, out of the 18 years we've had butt sex twice, this may be TMI, but we're going for it. And both times you had tequila. That's both correct. That's the connection, right? Tequila was involved. So and now people tequila. will be buying you tequila shooters all day long. No, 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 no. So uh, the, the next day, don't look at my ass. You know, next day you got pee and poo right don't look at my ass don't even talk about my ass um <laughs> no for real no come on i'm being me you need to it's okay we're gonna we're gonna get to jeff's ass story in a second all right good 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 <laughs> right so don't be trying to temper me over here <laughs> it is what it is because it always happens that guys want to fuck people up the ass yes. and so uh, dave is just like an average guy so i say no but we're in the lifestyle so that you know you can do anybody who wants it up the ass will take it up the ass right so, you know, I've mentioned it six times in the show. So if this is the segue to tell Jeff's story about playing at Hedo with a woman who said, fuck me up the ass. And Jeff, Jeff I'm going to let you tell the story. Oh, and I'm going to start this one out. Oh, so, okay, let's we, so, let's, so when I say don't look at my ass again, and, and I meant it, and what I learned from Shelly, she says outsource, Farm out. outsource Farm that it shit. Out. Farm right. it out. And I'm like, huh. So we're at Hedo. So and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell everyone that this story... Is legendary. Legendary. <laughs> and every single person here that we told were, we were interviewing, Alice and Jeff, said, you need to ask them about the ass story at Hedo. So go it's ahead. It's the story it's that, the story that will not die. die. <laughs> it won't die. So Jeff came to me. So we, he, he said, hey, I, I have someone that would like to have anal sex. I'm like, babe, you fucking go for it. All right. So here's what happened. We get back to the room. I pass out. And then um, Jeff asked for the, he needs a lube. Well, the lube that we were using was the same bottle and fill and shape as some black latex paint that we had used for a costume. I hand it to him. I go back to sleep. You take it from here. So we were banging along and banging along, and, but kept getting dry and kept getting a little sticky. And uh, I kept adding more lube and adding more lube. And I was like, damn, this is because I'm really good at anal sex. And something uh, was going wrong. You're this thinking, wasn't, right? yeah, and and this wasn't going as in it should, uh, and sometimes wasn't coming out. As um, should, as should, <laughs> and uh, and I keep adding and adding, and this is this is like a, a latex body paint. I mean, it, it's but you didn't know that's serious. what it was. Right? No, no, it's in the dark. I just did one of the right, grab right, hand, right, 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 and then so it's going on and on. And so I have to get some light to find out why this is going so badly. And I turn on the light, and it's, thank God it was black paint, not red paint. But it looked like, it looked like a double massacre had happened in this bed. I mean, there's paint everywhere. And I'm assuming all over her. All over her, all over me, all over the bed, over the sheets, the the bedspread. I mean, there's black paint. Everywhere, and, and even down the grout and the tile. At this point, everyone's panicked. I'm awake now, and and I w- go ahead. Babe. Fortunately, I'm I'm kind of a mob wife, and my my wife can make things disappear. And she did this really <laughs> great job. We were going to keep it totally. We were going to protect the woman's uh, reputation, 
make everything go away. Alice got had, you know, she has like a following since we're at Hedo a lot. Uh, she has a following of. So I had staff. to call out one of my friends and say, Favorite "I need your staff help, member. I need hey, some sheets to disappear. <laughs> I need all this to disappear. I need this bedding. I need this all to disappear. Blah blah blah. We need all new stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Get this out. It has to be before people start waking up. You're right. And my wife gets it done, and we're so cool, and we stroll into breakfast. No, no, no that's like, not how it happened. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So we we so she leaves and goes back to her room, and we do we clean up, and next morning. Um, Jeff is mortified, and I said, yeah. we we asked her to be discreet, but we know who her roommate is, and her roommate... No, we promised we would be discreet. And we would be discreet, yes, but we course, know who yeah. her roommate is, right? So I go down to breakfast. I go to, I said, let me go ahead. Let me lay the ground. I go ahead, and sitting at the table with you know all of our friends, and we're eating breakfast, and no one said a word about <laughs> anything. So I send Jeff a text. I'm like, coast is clear. No one said anything. You can come on down to breakfast. As soon as Jeff sits down, I forget who said it. Now go ahead. I don't know. They said once you Jeff. Somebody said Jeff. We heard once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> we heard a little bit that when she left the room, there was footprints from yes. your room to her room. <laughs> so the cleanup crew didn't get it all done. It had a little bit of that oh night in the museum just, thing yes, going did. on. Yes, yes. so so so. That's funny. a great story. Um, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, Tell us about a couple of your fantasies. You've obviously been there, done it. You know, you guys are, are living that sexual couple experience. I mean, Carol and I have it as well. But we have fantasies. What are some fantasies that you guys have that you'd like to... I, I guess you don't have to play out a fantasy, but in, in your head, Jeff's brain is going a thousand miles. I know, miles right? I can know. You see yeah. the head turning, right? Yeah. 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 So, actually, we kind of... In a weird way, it, I didn't really know it was a fantasy so much, but in a weird way, we kind of fulfilled a fantasy at the pre-cruise party this year. Yes. Uh, we were we were, were at the pre-cruise hotel for a couple of days before the cruise doing stuff, and people start coming in, uh, and we hang at the bar and usually pick someone up and right. take them to bed. A boyfriend of Alice from 20 years ago, uh, sent her a text that he had gotten stuck at the airport in Miami. Now, immediately I think it's probably a setup, but uh, it wasn't. He actually there was a bunch of storms and he got stuck and he didn't know we were in Miami at all. And Alice says, "Well, we're in Miami. Come on over. We'll give you a place. He's going to he's going to be stuck in the terminal all night. Just get an Uber. Come on over." So he comes on out, but we're in the bar, and, and we'd already picked up this smoking hot couple that's on this boat. Yeah, and they're pretty awesome. They are awesome. Uh, we picked up this couple in the bar, and then uh, there was a unicorn, unicorn. from Hito that we already knew. And so the five of us was going to go to bed, but Alice's So I have an ex sitting there. in the room that is in a relationship, and there's boundaries, right? So Boundary he, issues, So right. he sits there, and next thing I know, we're all getting busy and having a great time. Next thing I know, he is starting to chat and open his mouth, and I'm like, look. I will put you out. <laughs> right. I know you don't have anywhere to go tonight, but I will put you out. You can't participate, and you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. But, but he can watch. He's allowed oh, to watch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he could watch. Mm-hmm. He could watch. Because uh, you can't, We as, as swingers, you have to be super responsible not to... Uh, not Entice. To, 
Yeah, violate violate the marriage code. Right. If you are in yeah. a monogamous relationship, yeah. I do not violate. You that. can we never don't do that yes. have sex yeah. with someone no, who's no. not. Uh, but this was within the boundaries of their relationship, so it was right. okay cool. as per the. So we sat there while you guys had a mini orgy. Right, but. In the meantime, so my wife is, has this tremendously dominant personality, but she doesn't think of herself as a dom of any I sort do not, or anything. No. She really thinks she's like super, super submissive. It's not true. Oh, I'm not submissive. But having my wife just absolutely torture this guy, uh, uh, we'll, we'll call him Steve okay. instead of, yes. Okay. And she's like, zip it. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, no, sit there, sit there, no, penis. Back in your pants. Back in your pants. And while, while like, fucking, you know, she's like, stop, stop, stop. No. And, and uh, my wife's a very aggressive, my wife's like, a, it's very much like going to bed with a boy when you go to bed with my wife. Uh, she's very, very controlling in bed, but she doesn't see it. Uh-huh. That's okay. Yeah. That's but fine. it was, it, it, so I'm over here, uh, so I'm, I'm getting busy over here with the, Two other women, while my wife's is banging uh, this guy, and just absolutely humiliating this ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and I did not know that was a fantasy of mine until I experienced the fantasy wow. live. Cool. That is very cool. cool. So, yeah. so I, I love that. And now story. I want that again. I never thought in a million years that I would have an ex-boyfriend in the room. Uh, well, uh, me neither. I couldn't even imagine it. I can't, but that's cool that it, it happened, cool. and he was willing to be there, Absolutely. and you were willing to fuck yeah. in front of him, yes, and yes. and then you were able to dominate him and put him back in his place. Yep. It's like a humiliation fantasy scene, kind of, right? It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was yeah. Cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. So Only it wasn't role play. It was. Well, it was like cuckolding mm-hmm. a little bit, where the husband has to watch right, the right, wife right. get yes. fucked. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of a mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. an ex cuckold. I don't know. It's I very know, cool. Right? I love. Isn't I love the story. I think it's super interesting. Yeah. Maybe we create a whole new. Genre of right, <laughs> humiliate your ex-boyfriend, bring him in, right. we'll fuck in front of him. Okay, so Alice, to end the show, how about if you tell us about a couple of those funny stories you have that you've gone through over the years? In, in the beginning, Jeff and I had a, a safety word, and our safety word was Coke. And he says, if I say the safety word Coke, that means I, I need to get out. So, particular situation, he said, I need a Coke, and I said. What the fuck you need a Coke for? You don't drink Coke. You've never drank Coke. So he says it again, very emphatically, like I'm supposed to know. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So we have found we do not do uh, safety words anymore. The safety word is get me the fuck out of here. Right. Just, just, just come up with English. Let's not try and. Yeah. And he was so upset the next day we talked about it. He goes, we talk hours about this, days about this. I'm like, babe. In, in the moment, it was My brain there. did not come. I know. Did, exactly. We, we, we had, have done we, we had the same situation. thing. But this year we came up with a good one. Good set. Okay. And if the situation isn't going the right way, I just bring up. So, hey, babe, remember um, my son who played football in Tennessee? And as soon as the son comes into it, like we never talk <laughs> right, about right. our children, right? right? Like right. now, so if he brings up that, you remember when I took my son to? So we're, I know right away mm. we're done. This is over. You bring children into it and you're done. Right? Unfortunately, we don't have to use it often no. because you know you, you meet the people. Yes, you of course. Spend time with the yes. right people. Yes, and everything. And if works you have well. the opportunity, you know, I I will usually if I forget a safe word, I would say, you know, I, I really need to go to the bathroom. Okay. And okay. then I excuse myself of the situation. Mm-hmm. It'll maybe you know mm-hmm. pay attention that I'm not there anymore and take a break and then we just ease our yeah. way out of and it. Again, and happens. again, in the lifestyle, you know, you never take one for the team and if it's not good for the two of you, you Absolutely. excuse yourselves and it's okay. 
people in the lifestyle get it. So, that's the end of the show. Alice, Jeff, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. You guys are an awesome couple. We're so happy that we met you. This is the first time that we've traveled with you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had a lot of fun chatting about all the different things that you've done. So we really appreciate you sharing your stories with our audience. We're looking forward to seeing you possibly in Spain. In Spain. But for sure in Cancun. At Desire. You will see us in Spain and Desire. And Bliss in November. Yes, yes. All right, cool. All right. Wow, another great show. Great guests. Great stories. Open-minded vacations. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And um, I guess we have to thank everyone out there for listening week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Alice and Jeff, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Stay sexy, everyone. Stay sexy. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 